Welcome to the My Boutique Business Podcast, where we discuss the links between building a strong and thriving family, marriage, and business. We are your hosts, Tom and Mikkel Weeks. Hello. Hi. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. The subject that we're going to talk about today is something that I've been really, we've been really thinking about a lot and it's deep in my heart. And it is something that everybody deals with in their life, whether it's in a marriage or with their kids or their business or all three or or themselves, really. It's expectations, expectations we have for our business and our marriage and expectations we have for our children and and ourselves. I'm seeing a lot of new boutiques holding these expectations and it's it's a little heartbreaking to me because and kind of sad because I don't I didn't have expectations when I started our boutique and I'm trying to understand where where this is coming from where are these expectations coming from I think Part of what you said where you had no expectations isn't completely true. Now, you might have not necessarily had an expectation on the outcome of certain things. I had hope, though. No, but you had expectations on the amount of work that you were going to put in. And so a lot of your frustration came from if you didn't yeah. get done the things that you thought you were going to get done or you should have gotten done, then you became frustrated or felt bad. So your expectations just came in a different area. And really where a lot of that roots from is it's nobody's fault but it's just the curse of our big brains that we have (laughs) (laughs) so our brain is constantly trying to take in information and to process with as little work is needed because of all the stuff that's coming in it's constantly taking in new information but it's still trying to get us somewhere And so it often tries to fill in holes, and our brain is constantly looking forward. So it's constantly planning the next step. So when people talk, you know, live in the moment, that's a very difficult thing for us to do because our brain is always looking forward. Yeah. And so when it's looking forward, to be able to fill that in, it's taking past experiences or other things and, like, implanting that in and therefore creating an expectation. So if I pick up my foot and move it forward, I'm expecting to take a step. Or if I reach over and flip this light switch, I'm expecting the light to come on. Yeah, that makes sense. And so our brain is filling in stuff. Even though it doesn't know all this, um, it still is constantly trying to look forward just so it can take, still continue to take in other things. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side of that, too, is we're often easily influenced by those around us, family, friends, social pressures, things like that, create expectations on us as well. Or we create expectations from that. Our brain does. That I should act a certain way. I should talk a certain way. I should, you know, wear certain clothes, things like that. And so it's a struggle for us to not have expectations, really. So for this episode, we are going to focus on trying to manage or have a discussion on how to manage expectations. No, the expectations really, it wasn't, I was going to say it wasn't that long ago that I read an article and I wish I can recall who, who wrote it, but you know, I found it on social media and it was talking about like the number one killer in 
marriages. And it was the expectations that we had in our marriages that were not being met. And I remember reading it. And at that moment, you and I were having marriage issues, problems, whatever we want. Stressors, difficulties. You know, because that's just how marriages are. And there's no perfect marriage out there. And with that, I think that's why it impacted me so hard because it touched on exactly what I needed to hear was those expectations that I expected in our marriage, you know, from me and from you and the children and, you know, what I had envisioned in my head where where I expected us to be. And, and I know social media played a role in that. I, I can guarantee that. That did play a role in that. We also had... I had some external opinions that were expressed to me on specific expectations on where we were. You know, here we are 20 years in our marriage, which I think is awesome. I'm very proud of us. But that came with struggles and that came with those hardships and lessons and trials to learn from each other. But that those made us stronger. And that's the thing is... I relate to that a lot in our businesses, you know, when we are creating businesses and it's this business that we're in right now, this consulting and mentoring and helping boutique owners and e-commerce businesses get themselves off the ground and and even help the ones that are are existing uh, get to the next level because it's... I I have no real hard expectations on myself because this is a new experience for me. Mm -hmm. So I am still learning to climb the stairs and still learning how to do certain things because this business is different. My products that I'm selling are different. You know, I'm selling... Your knowledge. My knowledge, really. It's It's not an article of clothing. And so... I have to approach things a little differently and it's a new experience for me, but I don't hold specific expectations on myself. Do I look up to the other women and even men who who are doing these exact same things that have been doing it for years? Absolutely. I totally look up to them. But do you expect yourself to have the exact same results as they're having right now? Absolutely not because I know because I've ran another business before. I can't have those expectations on myself because I haven't put in the time and the years and the sacrifice and the hard work to get to where they're at. Now, one thing though, before we get much further, I I don't want it to go unsaid that expectations are technically all bad because they're not. They're not bad. Uh, Expectations can be of benefit. You can place an expectation on your work performance or the energy that you're going to put into something. Yeah. And that is okay, I think. It's where we place, placing expectations on the results going into a new situation, that's where the problem lies. Yes. Yeah. Because we don't have the information on that to be able to build a solid or reasonable expectation. You know, when I was going to school, this is one thing that we talked about earlier. When I was going to university, my, we'll call it expectation, or my, I didn't really expect, but what I worked towards in every class was an A. That's what I wanted. My focus was an A. 
And that's how was the effort that I put into it. But as I was going along and getting ready to take my anatomy and physiology class, two semesters, and everybody always talked about how hard anatomy and physiology was. And they were just happy to be able to get a B in that class. So in my entire time in university, which unfortunately was long, but uh, <laughs> longer than what I thought, but it was the only class that I ever went into with the expectation or the thought that it was okay if I got a B. So you lowered your expectation I, of yourself. I, I lowered it and... Based off of... Other people's input. input and right. influence. And so wow. I went through the class and both semesters and guess what grade I got? A B. I got a B. But then I went and I looked at that and I realized that I didn't put the same effort into studying in that class as I did all my others because my goal in the other class was A, but this one I lowered it to a B and that was the amount of work that I put into it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that you have to watch uh, going into what is your expectation of going into a business. Uh, I mean, I guess and that's where we could talk a little bit about our ideals of success. You know, and, and, and success is such a tricky thing, too, because it's so subjective. You know, what one person's success is, is not another's. Um, they're, oh, I'm trying to remember who the researcher was. I don't remember if it was Dan Ariely. He's a, a behavioral economist, but he, I think it was him. Anyhow, he had a, a customer or a client that he was working with and who had a company that he sold for $20 million. Wow. And they were talking about success and asked, wow, you sold your company for $20 million. And asked him if he felt like a success, and he said no. And it, The thing is, is did he expect it? Well, did he expect to That's sell it? or did it, I, Well, I don't know. It would be interesting to know. But he basically, he talked that he was already looking ahead. Yeah. That what was success to him then was, you know, if he would have sold it for $47 million. And he was surprised. I mean, to a lot of people who wouldn't want to sell their business for $20 million and think, woohoo, yeah. you know, I did well. Yeah. But for him, he wasn't, that didn't meet his criteria for success. He was thinking much bigger. Well, and, and so uh, as entrepreneurs, and, and, and that could even be applied to as parents. Some parents place very high expectations on their kids as far as how they perform in, in school, sports. In, in sports. Yeah. And one of the most damaging, like you talked a minute ago, is the expectations we place on our spouse. Yeah. You know, we live in a world, uh, except for the problem is we don't see too many of these movies anymore, romantic comedies or romances that, you know, mm-hmm. they have these these perfect... I miss those. Men or women that they're chasing and that they, you know, they always have the live happily ever after kind of thing. And we see that and are often our brain thinks, yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. And we have these high ideals of what a relationship should be. And if it, and if it doesn't act like that, then something's not right. And so we place expectations based off of input from movies and TV and yeah. And, and it can be very damaging, and it is very damaging to relationships. But the same is true for businesses. Uh, you know, we've obviously spent over the, the last year, most of our, our primary focus has been working with uh, boutiques. And it's interesting how many of them have expectations on how their brand new boutique and one that they've, a business that they've never ran before, mm-hmm. never sold clothes before, but expect 
that it should do incredibly well or that they expect like right off the bat right off the bat hit the ground yes. i oh it turned on my website today and i should have 100 orders or i should sell yeah. thousands of dollars yeah and then when they sell two order or have two orders and only sell a couple hundred dollars if that they're like oh well what happened well you sold something <laughs> i mean yeah. you look but managing that is is difficult it's- It's important to celebrate the wins, though. And I think that's one of the things that I realized as a consultant and mentor is to get people to recognize the wins and not focus on those lost expectations that they have built for themselves. And I think that's a lot of it's thinking processes Mm -hmm. that we have within ourselves that we build within ourselves and that's the thing that I've been talking to Tom so much about over the past several months is it blows my mind how hard some of you women can be on yourselves having these high expectations of just starting a business and and having that high expectation that I need to be where this other boutique is or I'm seeing these other boutiques doing so well why am, am I not doing so well and again that touches base on you know your definition of success you know when someone's saying well they could not be thinking they're doing well We don't know what's happening behind those closed doors. We don't know what sacrifices that particular boutique owner has put in to her boutique and and those hours and the tears. And we have no idea, you know, and you don't either. And that's the thing is... There's so many things that you need to know going into that. I mean, what is their history? Yeah. What's their past experiences? What's their business experiences? How did they create their audience? I mean, there's so much that you don't know. Yeah. How can you compare? Well, you shouldn't compare. And I think that's where those expectations are really hurting. And it just, it breaks my heart that this, that these expectations are just so high. And I, it's like when I became a mom for the first time, (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) You remember? (laughs) It wasn't until child four came along, you guys, I changed my first tar diaper (laughs) because Tom, Tom knew how to change diapers and he was so wonderful at changing the diapers when our, when we had the newborns and just the itty bitty stuff and, and he was wonderful at doing that, but that was the first time took kid four (laughs) to do that, but I didn't have these expectations of motherhood or anything like that. And and I just think it could just be so heartbreaking. Now, does that mean that we can't have dreams and goals and hope? Absolutely not. I think those are the stepping stones that get us to build those expectations because you can't take yourself so over... What break was it? Was it spring break that we watched the Rocky movies? I have never seen Rocky. <laughs> you guys, I'm an 80s girl and I have never seen the Rocky movies. And You, you lived in a very <laughs> sheltered home. Apparently. I, I don't know. I mean, my mom was really into watching the movies, but 
Rocky wasn't one of them. And I remember watching the Rocky movies a couple months ago and was so incredibly inspired. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, next one. And I am not like... Now, this mo- is, we have to say that this was kind of a husband's dream, you know, <laughs> wife who wants to say, yeah, let's watch another Rocky movie. <laughs> Honey, I don't think we're going to be able to do that tonight. <laughs> but no, I was like, yeah. I mean, it it was awesome. And and I want to go back and watch. I want to Now you know what you can buy me for our anniversary or <laughs> the or, or a, uh, Christmas present, you know, give me all the Rocky movies. But with that said, it made me really think of the entrepreneurship in himself and the time that he invested in himself and the changes that he had to make. I mean, he gave up smoking. He gave up, you know, all, you know, the the time to go and, and just all the exercise and, and drinking raw eggs. uh, Yeah, I couldn't do that. But the thing is, is it made me think of him climbing those steps, running and climbing up those steps. And I remember watching him the first time doing it going, oh, dude, (laughs) I'm impressed you made it to the top. I wouldn't even made it that far. But (laughs) but how tired he was. He was coughing up a lung. You know, he expected himself to be able to do it. And and he did. But he didn't do it the way he wanted to the expectation he probably had set for himself thinking oh this is gonna be great it's gonna be easy I can do it you know and it got harder and it got harder every step of the way up and then him going back and making changes one thing that I'd like to add right there okay as we get going because on his own he didn't have the knowledge or all the information to be able to know what changes to make. It's true. And that's where his manager, it's where Mickey. Mickey. Yo, Mick. That's where (laughs) Mick came in. And Mick was... Gave him a kick in the tush. Yeah, and helped hold him accountable and helped manage expectations. And to change the way he looked at things, look at his fitness, to look at the sport, to look at his style of fighting, and made him... To where he could compete better. Exactly. It met his expectations, having him by his side. So when he went back and he climbed those stairs at, at the end, and they've got that awesome music playing or whatever, and you're like, you can feel it. You can feel it in, you know, in your entrepreneurial bones. It's in your blood. And you're cheering him on and he gets up there. It's the exact same feeling as you're building your boutique year after year. You have to continue making those steps and you have to keep climbing. And sometimes, sometimes you fall back a little bit. Sometimes you're going to slow, you're going to slow down because life happens. Things happen in life and family should always come first. Number one should be family. But with that, holding yourself accountable or in having that support system, whether it's a business, you know, consultant, mentor, whatever, giving you that kick in the tush and getting back to reality of those expectations. Managing. Managing, yes. Those expectations that you're holding to yourself, that you're holding yourself like I've got it, you know got to do this, got to do that. And it's going back and it's uh, reflecting and going back on the research that you are doing, not looking at your, not looking at the other boutiques and, and the competition around you saying, oh, I wish, 
I should be doing that or I should be doing that. This person start at the same time as me or, you know, whatever the little compare game that you're playing and stories you're telling in your head, that really comes down to get rid of the should and start putting it to what can I do different? What can I change in my business? And if you can't visually see that, then reach out for help. Reach out for guidance Start doing research, going, okay, what could I be doing? And move forward that way. You know, what she said there for a second, I didn't know if she was going to go into a little bit more because we briefly talked about this. And one of the things, the word should. Well, we need to look at how we use the word should. Because should often can be replaced with expect, you know. Mm -hmm. And I should be doing this or I should be doing that. It's really, I expect uh, to do this, I expect to do that. And so it's really, it should is another word for expectation. But I can see that happening and creeping, and it has in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it was usually me that would say, oh, he should be doing this, or he should be doing that. And I do that to my children too. I I cannot be alone on this. No, you're not. And and so we don't realize... Because we're using a different word, we're using should, but we, and we yes. don't realize that that's really an expectation that we're placing on somebody else or on ourselves or on our business that uh, isn't going to be met. And often when, one of the things like kind of a math equation that was proposed to us about expectations, that uh, expectations minus reality equals frustration. And so... Well, it was the observation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's really what it came down to is expectation minus observation equals frustration. You know, because that's really, you look at the bulk of the guilt, frustration, sadness, whatnot, the things that make you want to go and eat ice cream or Mm. watch a... Candy bars. Or candy bars, yes. Yum. Are are on (laughs) unmet expectations. And it's it's tough to, you are not going to be able to... Stop it completely. You just can't. It's just the way our brains work. But what you can do is be more aware of it. Look at those triggers. Look at the way you talk to yourself. If you're using the word should or if I expect or something like that, you know the realm that you're working in. And you understand that the frustration is coming from something, a measurement that you put on something that you really have not studied out or that you've not maybe discussed with somebody, you know. Yeah, the observation has to come first. One of my biggest frustrations is driving. And you can ask Nikhil about that. Um, Yeah. And it's because I expect everybody to be... To obey the traffic rules. To obey the traffic rules, to be considerate of others, and to not think that they're the only person on the road. Because that's how you think. Yes. (laughs) Not everybody's like you. And I get very frustrated when others... uh, aren't like that because I just so what are you going to do to change that um (laughs) I'm going to hire a driver (laughs) okay good answer so so I don't have to (laughs) I don't have to do that good answer uh I just trying to relax about it and understand you know I don't know that person's situation I don't know what's going on in their life right now it's true and so there might be a reason why they cut me off that I don't know about yeah. Or, you know, just different things when it comes to that. So that's, you know, one of those things that I have to work on. We all have those areas. But you need to watch that in your business. You need to watch that 
in your marriage, and you need to watch that with your kids. Yeah. Placing expectations on them when they're not you and they're living in a different world than you grew up in. We can't expect them to handle things the same way that we did. I mean, they haven't had the same experiences that we've had. Mm -hmm. But I guess one expectation that I have on my kids, but it's an expectation that I have on them because it's something that I'm constantly trying to teach them and I ask them about, try to keep it conscious in their brains, is what are they learning? You know, what did you learn from this experience? What did you learn from this amount of work that you did? And it's one of the things that with the clients that we work with too that we let them know that one of the things that that we try to bring to their business is to make it a learning organization. If we're constantly trying to learn from our business and constantly trying to learn from the effort that we put in or the way we word things, then you're going to meet the observation part of the expectation equation and be able to better manage or set realistic expectations. Yeah, well, and it's having an open mind. You have to have an open mind of, I'm going to try something new. And if that doesn't work, that's okay. Well, and, but you're and learning gonna, from it. Yes, you're learning from it. And I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to try, I'm going to tweak this, or I'm going to change this. Or, hey, what if I combine this and this together? I want to see how that works. So again, like you said, it is that consistent learning. I learned so much about myself when we ran our boutique so much you know I learned good things and I also it it brought out some kind of mean things about me that I didn't know uh, that I even had in me but I want you ladies and those few gentlemen out there gentlemen to know (laughs) that expectations are there you know never gonna go away they're not gonna go away but you have control of how you view them and how you process that in in your brain and how you can switch it to be more observing so that you can build up to those expectations and that's I think that's really what it comes down to is is the building cuz you can't you can't expect to you can't expect certain things if you haven't put in the time and energy and effort and work. You got to get those steps in, girls. You got to climb those stairs. You know, some are going to climb it slower than others. Others are going to run it and they might miss some things. They might, you know, have some major hard sacrifices because they're running up the stairs. I can say that there were times when I did miss some things in our in our life and in our family life because I was running up the stairs when I had control of my growth, which I didn't know I had control of my growth. That was something I had no idea, but you do have control over your growth and I could have easily slowed our growth down, but I didn't know that I could do that. And so when we hit 600% growth in our second year and then again in our third year, I was running up those stairs and I missed out on a lot of stuff in our family and in our marriage. So be aware of your speed of going up those stairs. Um, Observe, learn from others. Don't 
don't put high expectations on yourselves. Don't do it. Don't allow yourself to do that because it'll, it, it's heartbreaking and it's hard and it brings those frustrations and you don't want that in your life. It's hard to, it's hard to pick yourself back up and, and keep moving forward because you keep repeating the same process over and over again. You've got to make that change of the way you're thinking on that aspect so that you're able to continue to climb and move forward and and meet those goals. With that, I guess kind of my tidbit of of guidance with your expectations. Well, Nikel mentioned it earlier, looking for the wins. Be flexible in your successes because success comes in a variety of different uh, options. You know, if you grew your audience a little more or if you added more subscribers to your emails or if you've... Trying new marketing strategies. Yes, There's a lot of different things that can indicate that you're moving the right direction. It doesn't always... Now, the ultimate one is, yes, the sale, but there's a lot of other things that are going to build to that sale. Yeah. And those sometimes in the beginning stages of your business are the most important things to look forward to. Those are the things that in your marketing and in the work that you're putting in, that's where your expectations should be focused is growing that audience, building that connection with them, because that's where the sales are going to come from. And once they come, they can keep coming. And then you can build on those expectations from there because you've you've put in that work. I think I'm going to go back and listen to this episode and just count how many times we've said the word expectations or expect because it's been a lot. <laughs> it probably has. <laughs> it's been a lot. We hope that uh, you guys kind of get in the point or that we kind of make you a little more aware of that, where your mindset, where your thought process, your self-talk, where that's at and how hard or soft you're being on yourself. And you have to stop when you find yourself in that cycle because there are cycles that we'll go through in our thinking processes and it's just like riding a bike. Once you do it once and you do it again and you do it again and then you do it again, it, it's so easy that you don't even think about it anymore. You just immediately jump to that thinking process. And so you have to be aware of that and turn it off change it. And that's really what it comes down to. And that is something that I learned from you, Tom, going through. um, There were a lot of thinking processes that I had to change and a lot of mindset things that I had to change in my business when we were running the boutique and and still do. And I am aware of those, but it wasn't until it was brought to my attention that I need to be aware of of this and oh hey this is something I need to work on so I'm when I I'm going to catch myself next time and I'm going to change it and that's where that role comes down to so we hope you guys have an amazing day an amazing week thank you for your time in listening to us we fully appreciate you and the sacrifice that you make to listen to us and give us your time as we know it is so precious and we expect you to come back next week (laughs) you guys uh have a a, have a great day make it a good one all right bye-bye bye